Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Miss American Football Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and I'm your host, and I am so excited because today I have one of my closest friends and my roommate on the podcast, Jamie. Hey, everybody. Um, Jamie and I have a lot in common. We're very different. We have a lot in common. And one of those things is our common love for football. Yes, we love Aggie football, Mm -hmm. particularly. It's our favorite. Yes. So we have Jamie on today because we're going to be talking a little bit more about Aggie football than we normally do here. Um, Before we get into that, I want to ask her some questions. All right. So first thing is, what is something you are super passionate about that you can talk about for hours? Well, ever since high school, I have been very passionate about the environment and specifically saving the oceans. I can tell you anything and everything about coral reefs and better ways to accommodate to their safety in our everyday lives, such as the sunscreen you use. Shout out to not using oxybenzone in your sunscreen. I learned that. She taught me that. And then I I went out and got a baby sunscreen for that purpose. So very good for the environment. She's really educational with that. Yes. So that is something that I could talk about for hours and hours. Yes, I love it. I think it's super cool, and we definitely need more people like you out there who are super Thank conscious you. of that, of course. So my last question is, I want you to tell us a bit about your favorite football game experience. Well, everybody, actually, my favorite football experience was with Rebecca, and it was last year. It was Texas A&M versus Alabama at A&M, which is super fun. That was a good, fun game for us, sort of. <laughs> Um, but it was very exciting at the very beginning when we were the first ones to score a touchdown and I was standing next to Rebecca and the student section was so crazy when we scored that touchdown. I probably peed my pants a little bit. It was the most rowdy I think I've ever been in my entire life. Very fun experience. It definitely went downhill after that, but (laughs) that doesn't matter. We tried our best. We love our boys and... It was very fun while it lasted, and I don't think I'll ever forget that. Yes, that was literally probably, I think, the best game of that season for sure. And we are hopeful that we're going to have another season of memories coming up. Hoping for that, yes. Yeah, so first thing that we wanted to talk about was us just, we just want to talk about the season because we're excited for it. So we're going to go through the schedule and just kind of give our, our thoughts on each game, which... They're not super analytical. It's just more of our predictions on what will happen based off of our... Yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, this player from this team. (laughs) No. Yeah. We have some some insight, but the majority of it is our big heads um, telling us that we're going to win everything. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So, without further ado, we're going to start with a good one for that. Um, Vanderbilt, first game up. First game. I think that we are going to win this game, especially being at home, and I think that Vanderbilt is great, but I think that it's not going to be a hard team to beat. I agree. We've discussed Vanderbilt a bit. Um, I I did see that they had shut down as of right now for COVID. Oh, yeah. So another bonus that we don't necessarily need but we will have for this first game of the season they're going to be underprepared it will be a great first game it is an sec game so you never know well if the university shut down can they play football is my question 
I don't. They, they didn't shut down the university. They shut down the football. They like stopped practicing for a bit um, oh, because of it. Oh, I so, see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're saying dub. Yeah. All right. Big W. Moving on. Second week on the road. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At Alabama. Yeah, I think we're gonna lose this one. Yeah, especially if there's students there. Um, yeah. And they're they're just a very strong team. They have a very they have depth. Um, all the time, every year they always have a lot of depth, and so we're we're gonna struggle probably, especially being so mm-hmm. close to the beginning of the season. Yeah. But really, I think if if Kellen Mond steps up to the plate so early in the season, that will change it for sure. But I think that it can be a closer game than it has been in the past, especially with um, some of the things that you have told me that Kellen has said mm-hmm. in recent interviews. If he does what he says, like you just said, I think that it can be a close game. I don't know if I necessarily have full confidence in us winning this game, especially with Alabama being who they are. However, I think that that could change soon. I don't know if they're going to be big man on top forever and ever, but I agree. I think... I think Alabama is definitely kind of not – it's going down a bit, and not in the way where, like, they're getting bad. I think other teams are just getting better. Reaching um, their level. I agree. Yeah. Um, and what she was saying about what Kellen Mond, the quarterback for Texas a was saying is, um, I guess last year he had a big fear of failure that was not really talked about, but I feel it like could be inferred from the way he was playing. Yeah. And he has really had some time over quarantine – to uh, just grow in, through that um, and really work through it. And according to himself and Jimbo, um, the head coach, seems like he's really worked through it. So that gives me, makes me very optimistic. It just might be a little early for a big upset win. Yeah. So there's that. Next up, we are at home again, and we are playing a new opponent that we have not played in recent years, Florida. Uh, they were added to the schedule after we went to all-conference. Um, so what do you think, Jamie? I think that it could go either way with this game. I think that sometimes college football can be pretty unpredictable. You don't really know what you're going to get. And I think that this is going to be one of those games. It could go either way. So with the ego that I have for this team, I'm going to say we're going to win. But at the same time, I'm also saying we could lose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say we're going to win. As well, hopefully, what I just said just so confidently ages well. But I, I really am confident in this team. What and especially just us not having played them before, I think gives us an advantage because um, we just prepare, out prepare other teams. I feel like yeah, um, yeah, with Jimbo's leadership and the way that he approaches things like that, you're right. We do have an advantage there. Yeah, and it's at home, and so hopefully we'll be there. Fingers Hopefully crossed. the 12th man will be there and scare them a little bit. Yes, I would However, I do think their fans are probably just as crazy, so yeah, they might not be scared at all. They <laughs> might be like, oh, haha, this reminds me of That's home. cute. <laughs> That's cute. We do it better. Yeah. I mean, they probably won't That's how that. I feel about everybody else. I'm like, <laughs> I see their student section. That's cute. <laughs> any, literally any other team, whether it's an actual good student section or not. Right. Yeah. So, so far... That's the third game. We're at two and one in our heads. Yes. Next up, we are on the road again at Mississippi State. I think that's a win for AM. I don't really have much to say about this one. Just it's dub. <laughs> I agree. I think there's not really much to comment on in my opinion. So we're gonna move on to another home game, Arkansas. And this one's gonna be interesting because 
for many years, we have been playing this game in Dallas at Jerry World, and now we're going to be at Kyle Field, which is super fun. I don't think Arkansas is prepared for that, especially if we're going to be in the stands. If we're not, then whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So last year, Jamie and I and two of our friends went to this game in Dallas, um, and it, it was a very frustrating game. Yeah. It's always I mean, a close. Is, it's just a team that we should just absolutely destroy and most times they give us a run for our money and we have won every time but it's just frustrating when this is a team that we should be beating yeah so very easily I'm hoping this change of environment will allow us to stop with that mindset of it's going to be closed for whatever reason it's always closed for this game I don't like it we're gonna we're gonna dominate it really damages the ego for sure it does and in that game starting quarterback Nick Stargle got hurt and they had to put in their backup, and we still barely won. We won on the last play of the game. Yeah. So we're saying win, but we're not sure what the margin will be. Um, next up, we have actually two away games in a row. First, we have South Carolina and then Tennessee. But let's talk about South Carolina first. What do you think? I think we're going to win. Again, like Mississippi State, it's just, I think, an easy win. And – you know, I actually say that with caution because Aggie football can hurt you. They have in the past, and, you know, you lose games that you should win sometimes. But I don't think I have very many concerns with this one, so I'm going to say we're going to win. I'm going to agree. They had an interesting season last year. We beat them, if you remember. Yeah. Um, I We were talking about this the other day, and I was like, we didn't play South Carolina. And Jamie's like, yeah, yes, we, we did. <laughs> but then she made me question everything, and I, we had to Google it. To, yeah. It's like, I just know we yeah well anyway we played them and we won but earlier that season they beat clemson but clemson beat us yeah so it's a weird situation yeah but we i think that was kind of a fluke when they they beat clemson every team has an off game um and that just happened to be theirs and that's unfortunate that it was their rivalry game because you know south carolina is going to bring that with them for the rest of their adult lives oh yeah they're going to talk about that forever yeah, but we're going to say... Honestly, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a, if it was us, you know, beating, I don't know, LSU. LSU. We, I mean, we never, the 2018 game, I, I still talk That's, about it. I, 100%. I think that that game is not even just being an Aggie, but that's a legendary game because of the seven overtimes. Like, yeah. that's insanity. Changed rules. Literally changed the rule books. Changed my life, personally. Um, Met my favorite player at the time. Anyway, so we're going to give it to A&M. And then Tennessee. I want Jamie to tell the story of why she thinks Tennessee is the football power that she thought it was. Because I was like, what are you talking about? This is so funny, guys. Because I really just didn't know anything about Tennessee. And we were kind of talking about this. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Can we beat Tennessee? And she was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, are you sure? But here's the thing, is that the only really experience I had with the team of Tennessee is my childhood movie, The Blind Side. I loved this movie so much. And Michael Orr had all these coaches coming to recruit and... I just remember Tennessee being a big option. They were big. I think Ole Miss family is that. Do you remember? Have you seen the movie? I have. I don't. I I believe they're an Ole Miss family, and they did not want him to go to Tennessee. 
I was like, man, that must be a good team. <laughs> Mind you, I'm probably like eight, you know, <laughs> like, so that was just, I guess that carried over to my 20 year old self now. Mm. And I was like, man, good team. But Rebecca yeah. informed me otherwise. I mean, here's the thing. I think if any player is to get recruited there, like the movie or any other players on that team, that means that they have a lot of talent. It's an SEC football school, you yes. know? Definitely a lot of talent. I just right. would consider them more on the same playing field as Kentucky or right. someone like that rather than maybe the top four teams in the SEC. So. Which we're used to playing. Which we're used to playing. Yeah. The SEC likes to give us hard schedules. We love Anyways. It. <laughs> yes. We anyway. kind of got screwed over last year. We won't talk about it. Um, but yeah, we're going to give a win to us. Yes, win. Um, next up, we get to come back home. We're at Battlefield again, and we are playing Ole Miss. Really not worried about this at all. No. Not even concerned in the slightest. Me neither. Which, again, concerns me sometimes. Like, I have trust issues. But um, I... I'm actually not concerned at all. I think that, especially at this point in the season, we will hopefully be experienced enough in the offense, strong enough in the defense, have everything, all the kinks rolled out. We should be fine. And, I mean, we're heading into the two biggest games of the season. So, if we don't win this, issue. But I really do think we will. I I agree. Yeah. So, with that said, next game is probably what I would say is the biggest game of the year for us, just because of the history. The, the recent history. The recent rivalry, yeah. Um, LSU. And this was kind of a debated topic because obviously LSU was the best team in America last year. Only the history of a fo- American football. I mean, that was a crazy team. God bless Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> we love him over here. <laughs> um, even though he was a rival quarterback. And anyway, we support him now. We do support him now. I think he's a very talented go-getter you yes. know so and he he's very smart so mm-hmm. good for him but we were saying how they lost basically everyone even though that they were they were they were a senior team last year yeah. they lost a lot of people and so I think you said that there was eight starters yeah, that returned so I don't know I think that we can beat them I really do it might just be a back and forth win lose win lose but you know I think see. it'll be it will not be like any of the other games we've seen in at least our years here. Mm-hmm. Um, my freshman year, it was the seven overtime game. Last right. year was the blowout that we, we don't talk about. That um, was so hard to watch. Terrible. And it was on Thanksgiving, so it just, just made it uh, the worst. Yeah, but I do think it, it will be a, a much more even playing field. I think, first of all, we are the senior team this year. We have the most senior quarterback in all of the SEC Oldest. Oldest, most experienced, has the most, you know, seniority, however you want to say it. Right. It will and just depend on how he shows up. How he shows up, where, I mean, we are in the season, what if there's injuries, you know, we, we really don't know at this point, but with if everything is as it is, I think we'll have home field advantage, which is mm-hmm. huge. That is a huge thing. Especially if, again, if we can be there, then that... We'll be there. We'll drive back for Thanksgiving. I don't Well, care. I'm just talking about if we're allowed to be there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But yes, we will be driving back from Thanksgiving to go. Yeah. If which... we can. We'll see. But... We have Thanksgiving here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have Thanksgiving here. We'll make the turkey in our apartment. And then skirt. I would love to. Make the fire alarm go off. Yes. <laughs> But I think it will be close. It will be it will be a, a challenge. It will be a challenging game because LSU is still probably going to be amazing. They mm-hmm. they are 
high ranked with recruiting. And so even though they lost a lot of good players, they probably got a lot of good players. So we can't just be like, oh, easy win. Nope. There's depth there, but there's also inexperience. So we're going to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt and, and say, say win. win. Yay. I would love to see that happen. Me too. Especially yeah. after last year with the... the Moving on. Yep. <laughs> So, our last game of the season, usually with PLCU, usually would be done here, but we have our schedule all messed up. So, our last game of the season is at Auburn, Alabama. And it's in December, which is so weird. It's in the middle of finals week, so love that for us. Should be fun. Um, I think that this is a game that we should have won last year. I went in really thinking, like, hey, we are going to win this game. And then we didn't. And I think that's because we had a lot of new guys. There was a lot of small mistakes that happened that just kind of built up and was the reason why we lost. And so I think that the guys learned a lot last year, especially having one of the hardest schedules in the SEC, arguably the hardest ever, probably. (laughs) And I think that they're ready and can beat them. Auburn also kind of had a fluke of a amazing season. I don't think yeah. that, I mean, I think after beating Oregon in that first game, that really gave a lot of confidence, which is great. And They I, beat Alabama, right? Yeah, in the Iron Bowl. That was that was insanity. insanity. I don't think I've ever seen Nick Saban like that before. That made my whole family so happy to see that I, reaction. You know what? My family as well. My family is all Aggies, all of us. And but everyone hates Alabama, whether or every, not. Whether or not, yeah, unless you're Alabama, you hate them. Exactly. So everyone's tired of watching them win. I, know, I feel like Auburn beating them in the Iron Bowl in like an, a rivalry game just makes everyone low-key an Auburn fan. Low-key. For yeah. one game. For one game. I mean, we were obviously all rooting for Auburn in that game, and it was very fun to watch them beat them. It was fun to watch them beat them in a way that was so uh, dramatic and close and maybe even a little bit controversial. I mean, yes, controversial for sure. I remember my heart rate getting up and I was like, I don't even care about these people. Like, what? My sister does go to Auburn, so we have that. I'm not as emotionally attached, but you know. Right, you still family. have the family ties. So if everything goes as us two football you know, geniuses. Oh, experts. (laughs) We will be going nine and one. Yeah. Assuming there's no changes to the schedule in the middle of the season. Yep. So hoping for the best, hoping for the best. Unfortunately, there's a barrier and that is what we want to talk about next. The barrier for college football right now that I think is going to be the biggest issue that we will have to deal with for the entire season is college students returning to campus. Yes, definitely a big issue with Corona. I think that a lot of people that are our age that are into college kind of are in the mindset of, I don't have to worry about getting my parents sick now, so I'm going to do what I want. Mm -hmm. And as much as I understand that, football's on the line here. It's on the line. It's on the line. And I think that as a player, I would be frustrated if my fans couldn't you know, just stay home for a little bit for me. Um, but, you know, you can't really tell people what to do, so. Yeah, the issue is it's very complex, especially at schools as large as our school where there are literally tens of thousands of students. And it, it's not even just going to be an issue with the size. Every single school, big or small, is going to have the same problem. Yeah. Um, because 
I mean, here's the thing. Students, we do not have as much on the line as the student-athletes. No. Our lives are totally different than theirs. Right. Um, and even as two people who I'd say are taking this very seriously, we're still not locking ourselves in the apartment, you know? Right. I mean, you have to balance. I mean, this is life right now. I mean, as much as I love the football players, like you said, I'm not going to just completely lock myself up for them. No. So, I mean, like, there needs to be a balance for sure. But I think even for the athletes, I don't know what they're doing. If they're locking themselves up, they're probably not even doing that themselves. Who knows? It depends on the school, I would say, or individual players, of course, that that's going to change. And it's just it's going to be very interesting to see. And I like how the SEC pushed back the season um, a month, almost more than a month just to allow for the school to do its thing. Right. But all of that. Because, I mean, honestly... There's going to be a spike whenever people come back. Exactly. So but, pushing it back was a good choice. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the schools in a second that are kind of standing out to us as, like, these are the schools that were really just, like, in the news and in the media. But right. if if NEM and their, like, on-campus protocol tells me anything, is we can absolutely have a safe football season. I think they have mm-hmm. done a fantastic fantastic job we've been I feel perfectly safe going to class I've been to class a few times now it's the start of the semester you go there's a dot system you sit in the specific color dot with specific color time they clean at certain times of the day like I'm not sitting in the same seat that someone else did and it's not clean so I definitely feel safe most people are wearing masks Everyone's wearing masks inside, at least, that I've seen. When people are walking around their distance, I've seen some people take it off. Mm-hmm. I get it. We live in College Station, Texas. It's very hot, but yeah. usually when they get close to people, they'll put it on, which is nice. Yeah, so uh, I think it, it'll depend on the school, depending on what they do. But right. the first school that we kind of wanted to just talk about and how they're handling it is the first school that shut down, UNC, University of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, they shut down campus, kicked all the freshmen off. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that that's just really sad. I think that the freshmen are just really have the closest to the football players at what mm-hmm. is at risk here. You know, they they live on campus. If university shuts down, they have to leave. You know, we at least live off campus and can stay even if, everything goes online again. Um, So I just think that's really sad for them. It's definitely, it's not an easy decision. And I don't think that they made this decision for football. That's not all what I'm saying. No, 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 no. But honestly, it helps. It's not, it's not necessarily good for the situation to be having all of these students who we're not going to be getting the the virus from school activities, like going to class. It's going to be from off-campus events. But honestly, at least for a school, I don't really know what, like, the living situation is for every single university, but our school, majority of students are off campus. Shutting yeah. down is not really going to do anything, but UNC made the decision, um, and it even says on an, in an ESPN, ESPN article that I read that they expect to play. So they're still wow. confident in the season, even though they've shut down. Well, at least that's good. Maybe that they have their players protected enough to where they can do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the first school that really, um, came to the media in the last week or so. I know Notre Dame has shut down or they're doing something up there. I, I'm not really hundred percent on that, but the school that has brought me the most concern one, because it isn't the SEC and two, because we're playing them the second week of the schedule is Alabama. Yeah. 
I mean, I have just seen some things from, I'm going to butcher this, Tuscaloosa. Did mm-hmm. I say it right? I always struggle with that one. <laughs> um, I have just seen some images from there, and it's shocking. I mean, you're going to have some of that in every college town, but there's just, I feel like, disregard for any any COVIDness over there. I agree. We saw a picture from the Strip, which I guess is their, it's Northgate here for us, but the bar district. Right. Um, and I know at least here our bars are shut down. Um, that's not really doing too much. I mean, it, it's doing a lot actually, but there's still things that are happening, large group events, but I'm not sure what the Alabama rules are for bars, but it's definitely, um, it's popping over there to say the least. Yeah. Um, so we're just a little concerned that they're going to get our boys sick on week two and then we're going to sit out for two weeks. Yeah, I am definitely concerned about that. Mostly just for the boys health. Like I just want them to be safe and you know, that's the priority here, you know, health over football for sure. Um, and even with, especially like the heart issues we, that can come with the virus, we, I mean, they want to play and we need to keep them safe and do what we need to do. But there's still like these issues that we need to be aware of and just not be putting them in stupid situations. And I think sometimes, you know, with students just like going a little crazy, not following the COVID regulations of the university, they're first of all, not thinking of their their fellow classmates, people around them, you know, the sports teams from their school, or just like how that affects almost every university in America and all of the economic problems that comes from that downfall. It affects so many more people than just us. Right. I totally agree with you. Yeah. So, I mean, I know we've talked a little bit about two schools and that's not fair of us to just talk about those schools. We've definitely seen our issues here. Oh, 100%. I think College Station definitely has issues. I mean, I know plenty of people who have gone out and partied a bunch and positive tests left and right. So it's definitely going on here, too. Yeah, and that's that's to be expected. And I imagine that our President Young has, you know, thought that was going to happen, is prepared for that. I'm not really sure what their plans are, but it's definitely a problem. We even have a tweet here from Leon O'Neill Jr. on our team saying, if you out clubbing right now, you are part of the problem, which, I mean, he said it for us. We don't even have to say it. Right. I mean, I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, he, you already know that the boys want to play. And so I can't even imagine the frustration they must feel with seeing things that are going on in College Station and other college towns of like, I mean, this affects them in ways, like you said, that it doesn't affect us. So I'm sure that is just so irritating and it's gonna affect not only like that do they want to play yes it's like that desire to be on the field but it's affecting their careers like yeah. us going to school and getting our degree that's our career and that's going to happen whether or not campus shuts down we're still going to be able to go right. to class but they're not going to be able to i mean joe i talked about this in an episode last week joe burrow you know is the prime example of how important a senior season is kellen mond you know, I know a lot of haters are out there listening to this and don't think Kelamander is actually going to have that turnaround season. You never know. He could. And if he yeah. doesn't get that opportunity, you will never know. That is a really good point. I didn't even think about that, that yeah. Joe Burrow's senior season is really what put him on the map. You know, yeah. like he went from probably not getting drafted to first overall. First pick. Yes. I mean, crazy. Yeah. You're and so right. I think that we need to take every day as at a time as college students and just really weigh the importance of what we're doing and 
just taking care of ourselves, those around us. That's really all we can do. I mean, we can't just say, well, I'm going to stay home tonight to protect the football team. That, no. Is that really going to do much? No. But no. let's let's keep ourselves in check. Let's keep those around us safe. And just remember that at the end of the day, we just want everyone to be safe and healthy. And um, that includes financially, too. Like, we need, we need football season to happen for people's financial yeah. safety. I mean, football especially at our school, since it's such a big deal, provides a lot of jobs, lots of money. So it's definitely important in that aspect. Yeah. And so last thing we kind of wanted to talk about is what the SEC is doing to kind of help with all the students coming back. I mean, it's not much, but it's probably all they can really do right now because having a college football bubble is not legal, not going to happen. Um, Having separate dorms for the athletes, as much as like some of them live in the same area, place it cannot just be only for the athletes and so it's it's really hard to isolate them and so they're upping their testing to three times per week for each player Um, they have to test negative obviously in order to be able to enter facilities do practices stuff like that Um, so they're doing what they can but it really we will not really see how big of a problem this is until September 25th I mean I haven't really heard much about team members, at least for us, testing positive. They're not reporting their numbers, even though we know that they have positive mm. tests from recent events. So yeah. you we don't I think at this point there's really no reason to announce that, especially for college football. I know the NFL has a COVID list, but I have not seen that for us. And I thought maybe yeah. it's because we were doing great at it, but who knows? You're right. Who knows? Who knows? But that is pretty much it for today's episode of the podcast. Jamie, thank you so much for joining. Of course. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Of course. We're going to have to have you back on next time we talk about some good old Aggie football. Oh, yeah. Good old Aggie football. Yes. But for those of you listening, please subscribe. Make sure you leave a review. Yes, subscribe. Yes, thank you. (laughs) And I will see you next week with another college football update. Thank you, guys.